welcome to the Grab the Map podcast, where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. I'm your host, John Crutchfield, and I'm very excited to talk to you again. I love these podcasts. I love connecting with you. Um, feel free to email me anytime if you ever have any questions, if, if I ever say anything that you just totally disagree with or you totally love. Hey, email me at grab the map podcast or I'm sorry, grab the map at gmail.com. Grab the map at gmail.com. I'm an investor. I invest in real estate, rental property. And sometimes I get on here and I just talk a little while and just talk to you about what I'm doing. I'm talking to you about how I'm feeling about things. And uh, today I had a conversation with a friend who's also an investor. And I figured I'd make an episode, how to have conversations with friends when you're an investor. And today I want to talk to you about some of the challenges that we sometimes have when we're talking. And I want to talk to you about the benefits of talking to another friend who's an investor. Um, first of all, one of the best benefits of talking to another person who's an investor is they kind of understand what it is you're going through when you're making decisions. Investors think differently than consumers. You know, when you're a consumer, you're thinking about what can I buy that makes me feel good? You're thinking about what can I buy that makes me, uh, like my life or temporarily gets me this feeling of satisfaction, Um, You're thinking about the boat that's going to impress your friends or the truck that's going to help you uh, get from point A to point B. You're thinking when you're a consumer that the product that you buy is going to somehow improve your life. And when you're an investor, you think differently. You think about how the purchase that you're going to make is going to give you a return on your money or a return on others' money that you're investing. And that's a different attitude to have. And so it's good sometimes to talk to other investors and to have them think about just what it's like if they were you. And I think that's what happens a lot of times when you're talking to another investor is you're considering their decisions from your perspective and they're considering your decisions from their perspective. And you're constantly talking in a way that gives each other advice, makes each other better, makes each other uh, think differently about how we're going to proceed in future transactions. And so one of the great benefits to talking with a friend who's an investor is that they can help you sharpen your investment strategy. If you all are both investing in rental property, then they can look at your deal and instantly say, hey, that's a great deal at cash flows. I've got a buddy who I talk to him all the time and that's what he does. I mean, I shoot him over the purchase price. I shoot him my my uh, expected interest rate. I shoot him my expected expenses. And uh, I, we've kind of learned e- each other now that he's going to think it's a great deal if it's if if everything is around, you know, 300 bucks a month off of that off of that property after all those expenses and I I might think it's a better deal around 150 bucks a month off of that property after every expense. But he's a great friend to bounce stuff off of cuz sometimes he'll say, "Hey, look, I don't know, John." And that's kind of the catchphrase I have for Justin. I've got another friend who I talk to that, you know, he he doesn't invest as, in as many properties as me, but he's done some big Uh, investment where he has some expensive properties that are going to appreciate really well. And a lot of times we get into conversations about the philosophy of investing, like why invest? Um, Do you invest for uh, cash flow? Do you invest with debt, without debt? Robert has become a friend that I talk to really to help me 
not be rash in my decision making to help me consider the spiritual side of of investing and what life is all about. Um, sometimes, you know, it's easy to get in this game and just say, hey, I want to make as much money as possible and I want my family to be as well off as possible. But you also have to have those friends that will check you and say, hey, look, now you've got to spend time with family. You've got to consider the fruits of the spirit. You know, um, I think today he told me that, you know, you really you really have to consider uh, that. Uh, the ultimate goal is for us to fear God and to keep his commandments. And so you've got to have friends like that as well. Um, one of the things I notice in my conversations with him a lot of times is that um, we will um, we're in different life stages. I'm younger than he is, but uh, his 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 kids are his kids are younger and my kids are a little bit older. And, and just that gap between, you know, kids that are, you know, zero to five. And then once they become five, it it just changes the level of time that you have to give to other things and them being able to, to, to uh, take care of themselves a little bit more and put on their own shoes and stuff like that makes a big difference as an investor. And so, you know, sometimes uh, I get a little ahead of myself and, and he has to remind me like, look, I'm at a different stage of life. And, you know, I have to remember not to be critical of what he's trying to do because everybody's not going to do this the same way. You know, he's anti-debt. And lately I'm like, you know, get as much debt as you can, you know, and it's okay to have friends who also help you balance where you're going in the business. And Robert is one of those. Um, I've got another friend I talked to who's, who's a bit wealthier. You know, he has some family wealth. Um, I, I would say Brady is uh, doing very well in his own real estate business. He buys rental property, but he's also willing to buy land. He's also willing to buy buy uh, uh, businesses. He's actually thinking about to start a business right now. And, you know, when I talk to him, what I find is that he thinks about things in regards to location and proximity to good areas. And I don't always consider that because I'm looking for cash flow in my business. I'm looking for great returns um, for my money and uh, money from investors. And so he is kind of that friend that I can always say, hey, what do you think of this great deal? And the cash flow might be wonderful and the purchase price of the property might be amazing. But he's going to say, hey, look, I don't I don't like that market. Uh, maybe you should stay out of there. Um, I, there's no price that would make it make sense to me. He's also going to help me push the limits because one of the things he said one time is that, you know, I do tons of small deals. I do. I do. Most of my property prices are somewhere in, in the range of thirty five to sixty thousand dollars. And I do a lot of them. I mean, I think we're going to have done 50 properties this year. And, you know, we we do a lot of renovations and, and flips and holding rentals and uh, I think he'll say, you know, hey, John, you know, yeah, you do a lot of little deals, but why not just do one big one for the same uh, bang for your buck? And having a friend that you can talk to that will challenge you to think bigger and bolder or to take a little bit more of a risk is another good thing um, in diversifying that way. I've got another friend who you know, he's a contractor and he started several different businesses. He's kind of in the middle and in between stages of right now starting a business. And I talked to him a lot because um, we kind of both entrepreneurs at heart. And he thinks a lot about what will be attractive to consumers and what will what it would take to actually get it, get it up and rolling and to keep it going. 
Um, I've given him the name of a business idea and, you know, he's taken it and run with it. And, and, uh, he's, he, he's also just a good guy to know if you, if you need something in a bind, he's just a good guy. And so I, I kind of have him around as a friend who, you know, sometimes was just, w- just willing to listen to all your ideas, right? Just willing to help, uh, help you consider all the ideas that go through the mind of an entrepreneur. And so sometimes you have to sort these friends into different categories and have different conversations with them based on who they are. You know, certain conversations I've learned are not positive to have with certain friends because, you know, you could be offending what their values are as an investor or they might not be an investor. And sometimes, you know, my wife even, (laughs) um, who I was saving for my last friend that I was going to use as a conversation tool. But Sometimes she just doesn't want to hear about real estate. I mean, she hears me talking about it all the time on the phone. She hears me uh, doing deals all the time. And and every now and then I'll ask her, hey, you think I'm crazy doing all this real estate stuff? And, you know, she gets that end of it. But she's also a person that uh, helps me keep things in balance and helps me think about family time and making sure that I'm at the table and that I'm in the prayer and that I'm at Bible class and that life still remains life even when you're trying to grow something amazing like a a real estate business. So how do you have conversations with friends when you're an investor, right? Are you staying in the closet? Are you not making very many friends or talking to very many people about what you're doing? I tell you, the more uh, people that I've gotten to talk to about real estate, the more people that I've realized I shouldn't be talking to, you'll find out quickly people that are, are not in the circle that you want to be in that that are not going to move forward. They're not going to grow a business or they're not going to contribute to helping you grow as an individual. And those people just have to have to get a special place um, that doesn't uh, get in that inner circle that you have. You want to keep people in that circle that are going to encourage you in different ways um, in your growth as an investor. Um, Are you staying quiet, not talking to anybody? Well, if you don't talk to anybody, how are you going to grow? Uh, maybe you'll make a whole bunch of great decisions and become crazy wealthy, or maybe you'll not make any decisions and lack motivation. But this is a, a team sport and real estate investing. Although you have to make a lot of decisions on your own, you've really got to make a lot of decisions as a as a group. And so that's that's what I wanted to talk to you today about, like how to have conversations with friends when you're an investor and to really consider not giving up on these conversations. This has been the Grab the Map podcast where we don't just look at it, we grab the map. 